Hi everyone, it's Roger and James here from the What's On at Disney Plus podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about all of the content coming to Disney Plus in June. We'll also be talking about all the announcements from National Streaming Day, plus we'll be sharing our thoughts on all of this week's Disney Plus originals. So before we go into anything, um, let's do some quick housekeeping. If you haven't already done so, make sure you do hit that subscribe button, either on YouTube or on audio platforms where you can find us as well. And remember to go check us out over at What's On Disney Plus. You can find us on our Facebook group, social medias, etc. Quick note, just about, um, I have um, fired up um, our old RS feed for the podcast, which is going to have all of our retro reviews. That's going to be moving over onto its own separate podcast feed. So if you're over there, um, at the minute, I am uploading all of the old episodes. So it's kind of, there is... It's a bit of a mess at the minute. I haven't got them all up there. So that's why there wasn't any of the retro reviews because I'm trying to sort it all out and put it all into um, this. We're using the old Diz Kingdom feed and we're kind of moving it all because well, I'm paying for hosting. Might as well use the space. Um, so we're gonna, So that's where you're going to find all of them. So that's what's going on over there. And in case um, if you notice that there's not going to be any episodes for a bit because... We're trying to upload like 60 episodes, which a little bit more than I was expecting. <laughs> I thought, oh, I'll just do this. And it was like, oh, this is taking me a bit longer. Right. But nevertheless, that's what's going on there. Um, also, just want to say a huge thank you to everyone who is a supporter, either on Patreon or YouTube channel membership. Really makes a massive deal. Helping with all the costs of um, hosting all the fees or the software or the bits and pieces. You can become a member from as little as $2. You do not, you get access to, they've got access to early episodes. They've also able to take part in the Sunday night Q&A. So if you've got any questions, that's great. So let's do a big um, thank you over on YouTube to Bad Dog Gamer, Amit, Ray, My VCR Still Works, Bina, Joshua, Adam, Dawn, Martin, Jeremy, and Sarah. While over on Patreon, a huge thank you to uh, James, Lauren, The Juice, Darren, Cody, Andrew, Red Marsman, Khaled, Jacob, Andrew, and a huge, huge thank you to Sarah for being um, a platinum subscriber as well. Thank you for all of your support. Really does mean that, you know, we're able to kind of know that all this stuff is happening every single week. Right, let's jump into it. So we had some big announcements this week in terms of we had the June lineup announced for the US. We also had it for Canada and the UK. We haven't yet had the Australian one go in. So I'm going to run first off through the US one, and I'll be picking out a few highlights as well from the UK lineup to go alongside it. So up first on June the 4th, we're going to be getting Raya and the Last Dragon. That will be available to all Disney Plus subscribers. This is um, about three months after it was released on Disney Plus Premier Access in cinemas. So this, I think, is going to become kind of maybe the new window because that seems to be kind of how it's working. So that one will be arriving. So that's a big one. Um, you haven't seen Ryan the Last Dragon yet, have you? I have not seen it, so I will be checking it out eh, probably that weekend. Maybe not on launch day because uh, as we're about to see, there's still yeah. a lot of stuff coming out on the 4th. It, it, I mean, it's, it's, um, it's a great movie. A lot of fun. I'm really well done. I'm kind of like a... Um, like a samurai sort of, it's just a very good Disney animated movie. And it's, there's a reason why I'm um, in the streaming chart, uh, the Nelson streaming chart, like Ryan the Last Dragon was up in the middle of the ranking every single month or every single week for about a month after it was released on Premier Access. Cause I think everyone that had brought Premier Access was just watching it on repeat. And I know this one's going to be sticking around in that top, in that trending chart probably for the rest of the year. Um, so that will be going everywhere. So will be um, this um, Us Again, which is the short that came with that one at the cinema. So this will be the first time it's on Disney+. Plus. A fantastic little short um, where there's this old couple that it starts raining and magically it um, makes you feel younger. And it's just full of, full of dance, full of things. Unfortunately, it's raining this week in the UK. It's not working for me. Um, but it is, it, yeah, it's, it's, a love, it's a lovely thing. You know, these well, kind of shorts and it just looks beautiful. The, uh, the, how they do the water is amazing. Have have you tried the dancing part? Because I'm picturing yeah, yeah. just the just the rain part. <laughs> I mean, my dancing is no good. It's full bad. But yeah, it's um, it's it's just. You, I'll tell you what, if you watch it, watch it a couple of times, just to look at the how the lighting and the water works. That's fascinating. That's that was <laughs> just I, how I, they technically do it is amazing. I would just say that my sister is the one who got the dancing talent uh, yeah. in my family. Uh, you and I are probably on the same level and it's yeah, not a very I, high level. I have two club feet or if I can dance without moving my feet, that's generally how it works. Um, so yeah, so that one's, so that'll be going everywhere in the U S and Canada. They're getting amphibia season two. Um, we're also getting a Disney junior Muppet baby season three. 
Um, Ice Age, Dawn of the Dinosaurs will be arriving, along with X-Men Origins uh, for Wolverine, which that's the really, that's the one that's got Deadpool's, you know, when he makes his debut, it's an amazing movie. Um, yeah, uh, the the one where Deadpool made sure to go back in time and, and erase yeah. it from history. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. No. How, uh, they did, how they messed up one of the greatest characters in Marvel and like completely miss it completely. I don't know how. We're going to take the guy whose nickname is Merc with a mouth because yeah. he can't shut up and we're literally going to show sew his mouth shut for the final act of the movie. It's like you had no idea what to do with this character at all, did you? Yeah, no, Fortunately, no. we did get the other two movies with them. Yeah. Um, also, uh, since I think we forgot to point it out, we're not talking about like Bad Batch and, and um, Big Shot and stuff just because they're going to yeah, be here right. every, every single week here. Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm just literally going down because the first... They organize it so it's like in the list, it's just library content. So that's where I'm going through first. Um, right, so also, this is under library content, but it comes in. So Gordon Ramsay Uncharted Season 3 will be arriving in the US um, every Friday. So it's going to air on like National Geographic, I think like Sunday and Monday. And then it's going to be then available on the following Friday. So there's going to be new episodes dropping right through June and July. Now, originally... Back a few months ago, National Geographic announced that this was, they were actually going to be doing this, but it was actually going to arrive the day after on like whichever day. So it was quite exciting because they're going, okay, this is the first thing they're going to do. They're going to try doing like day and day or the next day. It looks like they scrapped that idea. We've now pushed it to a Friday. Um, I don't know if that's due to Loki because then, I mean, I don't know why we would, because originally we were going to have Gordon on Monday, then Loki, then we were going to have Friday, but they've kind of, drop the hoe gordon doesn't get his own day anymore he's got to wait um and just kind of get in when it when he can for his um or, um slots and stuff but I, yeah i am still happy that it's the same week at yeah. least obviously it would be better if it was the next day um but mm. it, getting it the same week as when it caught onto regular tv is still a win uh, as far oh, as yeah. i'm concerned uh, yeah as far as i'm concerned this is this is great this is what we need and i also want Ideally, for this to start happening for Disney Channel, National Geographic, start having these things dropping in um, more regularly. Uh, so that's good. We've also got a lot of um, Disney Plus originals. So we've got High School Musical, the musical of the series, season two. New episodes will be dropping right through every single Friday through uh, June. And that'll be running right through July. That's going, right for, that's going for a while. We're going to have new episodes of Star Wars, The Bad Batch. Um, also on that same day, there will be a new two shorts on the Marvel Studios Legends. So we're getting one featuring Loki, another one featuring the Tesseract. Now that's when I saw the Tesseract, are we getting that low already? We're having to do objects. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it it is a fairly important object, but I'm kind of curious how they're going to do this. I'm going to watch this one just to see how do you do a backstory or a, a recap for the tesseract it's literally a cube yeah. i can't wait for the episode where you do the um the hero's iphone and then the villain's android phone that'll be a great op- um marvel studios legend story as well well yeah you, you need to do the the phone that zemo used to pretend to be bucky with or something yeah. like that obviously did you hear about this apparently it was um ryan, uh, ryan that did uh the last year he said that there's a, there's a rule or something that apple can't have the villains use their phone in a <laughs> so I, if you so if you ever see a movie and if a, if a character doesn't ha- if he ha- doesn't have an iphone uh, <laughs> he's got not got an iphone he's probably going to be the villain <laughs> i i have heard that i don't know i don't remember where i heard it but i've heard that before um and i've heard that other directors are like yeah we'll, we'll use it anyway just to spite them but they, they have to go and buy the iphone yeah. rather than getting it sponsored like yeah like when you see a movie more often than not, most of the gear that they're, if you can yeah. see a branding on it, uh, it was provided by that brand. Yeah. Cause um, you are seeing that of, I think on Disney Plus now, they actually put in there if it's got paid product placement in the UK by law, we have to have it in our TV shows. Now we have a little P at the beginning of a show. It's got um, products placed in it, but nevertheless, let's jump now and just, I'm going to go into some of the UK ones as well. Um, Genius episodes one and two will be dropping on June the 4th. And we're going to be getting two episodes of that. Um, every single week right through June. So that one's um, looking forward to that series. I know it's already aired in the US, but... Um, uh, wh- which Genius series is this? So this will be the Aretha Franklin one. Mm, okay. Um, we just got the first two seasons um, on the UK. I've just started watching the uh, the Albert Einstein one. Very well done. Um, that's, that's on my watch list. I'm going to be slowly working my... I'm just about... I've, 
I've just started season five of Blackish this morning. So, um, so I've been plowed, I've plowed through um, what, seven seasons of Blackish and Grownish over the last few weeks. So I'm doing quite well. Um, so then from there on, we're going to be getting um, new episodes of Secrets of Sofa Springs. We'll be dropping for a couple of weeks in the uh, US as well. Plus, we'll be getting um, new episodes of Big Shot for a couple of weeks in June. Um, also, in the UK, we're getting. Uh, seasons one to six of the Americans, The Full Monty, Air Force One, Courage Under Fire, with new episodes of Rebel, Filthy Rich, Grownish Season Three, uh, Solar Opposites, Big Sky, and Marvel's Modok. So nice, nice straight. So this is where that Friday really changes. You know, you put those lot in as well. Suddenly, then you've got like so we're getting about ten seasons, ten different episodes a week, and we're going to get more. I was just going to go off on a side tangent. We did have it officially confirmed that this week um, for the UK that we're going to be getting um, the Glooming will be coming in June. With, that's on Stars in the US. It was actually made by ABC. We're getting them dropping weekly. The Walking Dead, all 10 seasons are going to be coming to the UK in July. And then the 11th season, we're going to be getting on Mondays, the night after or the day after it airs in the US from the end of August. So yeah, so we're gonna, I've got The Walking Dead, and I've watched the first, I watched the pilot episode, and now it's arriving on Disney Plus. Going, okay, that's give me, that's giving me. I, it feels a bit weird that going, oh, big thing on Disney Plus's UK page earlier in the week, and Walking Dead and a trailer and everything. They're just like new episodes dropping every Friday. I go, okay, so we're going from High School Musical and the Mighty Match to Walking Dead, new episodes every week. That's quite a quite a jump. <laughs> I would never have expected The Walking Dead to be on uh, on Disney Plus. That's such a stretch. But then again, I also wouldn't expect like Predators or or Aliens or any of those on there. And apparently, it's all fair game. Um, it's just like I thought. Like, I did actually. It's like The Walking Dead is coming to just like this is just something I never, never thought I have to say. <laughs> the reason is is because the UK Fox Channel is closing down at the end of June, so they're going to be moving that over. We're also getting The War of the Worlds season two. That'll be dropping weekly through um, July onwards and like um, the Orville. Basically, yeah, they've got, they, we're losing the Fox channel. So then we're going to have, this, we're going to have lots of shows and stuff moving over. But yeah. So yeah. So Disney plus UK, we're getting new, season 11 of Walking Dead from August every Monday. So it's that suddenly, it's, it's such a big show though. I, I'm actually kind of curious. Is it still a big show? Because I, I don't know. I don't keep up with it. But I, I feel like it's dropped off in the last couple of years in terms of popularity. People kind of uh, kind of drifted away from it. But I might also be wrong about that. I might just be not walking in the circles to talk about Walking Dead anymore. Yeah, I, th- I think there's definitely less people um, uh, sort of talking about it. Um, but it's, th- it's still a pretty big show. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, it's still a big name, and I know at least the first handful of seasons are still very well regarded. Yeah, and I think that, I think the fact that we're going to be getting all of them in July is great. I mean, for me, um, I've only I've seen like I think it was the first two episodes. My wife didn't like it, so we didn't kind of carry on with it. Um, but I'm I'm now like okay, I think that might become my new um, like TV show to put on in the background rather than YouTube because <laughs> sometimes it's just it's like thing of like and i'm finding that with blackish where I can, it's something i can put on and i don't need to be watching 100 percent. but no so that's so that's um the first week of june then we're going to be getting new episodes of loki every wednesday right through uh june so that's gonna be a big a big release one so that's obviously the, the biggest one i mean i can't wait for that one. and that and that starts on the 9th wednesday yeah, the starts, 9th right so that's on the 9th and then on friday june the 11th the US will be getting uh, Disney Junior's Puppy Dog Power Season 4, The Happiest Millionaire, um, plus The Incredible Dr. Poe Season 18. Now, interesting thing with that Happiest Millionaire, it kind of is really the only legacy content that's kind of dropping onto Disney Plus in the US that's kind of like older than like five or ten years old. Um, and I know there's a lot of people that have been are, are getting a little bit annoyed of how little library content from like classic era is being dropped onto Disney Plus, and like they like, like one movie, you know, that's like all they. So there is a kind of feeling with Disney going, they do need to like ramp up the going into the back catalog a little bit more. I think than just doing one movie. I suspect a lot of it is that we've got so much new content coming in; they want that in focus. But also, their back catalog focus is currently on uh, the star side. Now, yeah. I, I realize they have different resources for the American. Uh, component but 
they've probably reached the limit of library catalog items mm -hmm. that don't require a significant amount of work to get up to modern uh, yeah. video standards at a minimum 1080p. And I'm sure a lot of people will especially would prefer 4k at this point, though that might be asking a lot for some of these movies. Yeah, it's kind of just annoying. So we're getting all the Disney plus originals plus season two of Zenimation, which, you know, nice to see that one coming back one. That one's not a bad thing. I hope it's longer this time. The, yeah. the main problem with Zenimation was it's only like four minutes. Well, yeah. I think they were a little longer than that, but not much. Yeah. Um, then in the UK, we'll also be getting Calendar Girls, End of Days, The Counselor, Body of Proof, plus, as I said, The Glooming will be starting um, with new weekly episodes. Moving on from there, on we'll get on June the 18th, we'll be getting in the US. Um, now, there was a little bit of... Um, actually, it was in the following week, so I'll mention that then. So Friday, June the 18th, we're getting the first season of Dino Ranch, Disney's role with it, season two, and Heartland Docs DMV season three. Now, that's, yep, so nice to see just some new stuff dropping. Plus, obviously, that day we'll be getting Luca, which is a brand new Pixar movie, which just looks really cool. Can't wait to see that one. That one's just looking good. Um, the finale of Big Shot and obviously the normal Disney Plus originals. Plus, in the US, oh, so this one's a bit of an odd one. So, Star Wars Droids seasons one and two will be dropping onto the UK. Now, it's also been revealed, the sorry, in two weeks earlier, it'll be dropping into Canada. So, I'm expecting at some point Star Wars Droids will be dropping into the vintage collection in the US. Sometimes, what happens is the international announcements come out a little bit earlier than the US announcements. Um, um, that's happened a few times in the past. And then, um, you know, the US has got a big plan to announce it. Um, but then an international division, you know, Latin America or somebody else will announce it early. So this has happened before. So while it is ha coming to the UK and Canada in uh, June, I also suspect it will arrive in the US as well. They're just not officially announced it yet. I, it's such an auto mission from the legacy content right now too. Yeah. It's, it's, they have, they have said it's coming soon. It's just, yeah. It, yeah. It's basically the last thing left other than, the the holiday the complete holiday special i know they've got the one boba fett short but uh, yeah. i wouldn't hold my breath for the remainder of that for very i think the fact that they pulled out the, the boba fett like short bit is that's what they wanted that was the only bit that they viewed that was like worthy of being used and that's why they did it uh with yeah. with some of the content that they've viewed as worthy <laughs> it's not a not a very big bar to clear which should tell you plenty about the holiday special yeah. um also in the uk we're getting season the first nine episodes of season five of bunked and the first uh, 10 season episodes of uh, gigantosaurus plus other documentary stuff as well um again as i said we're getting seeing what else we've got here that week uh, oh, oh yeah oh yeah we have actually got in the UK as well, and around the world, in Australia, Canada, uh, season two of La Victa starts um, on June the 18th. So we're getting the new episodes of that one dropping all the time. The trailer dropped on National Streaming Day. I'm in, I, the, the way they ended it last season, they kind of picked up from that straight. Um, yeah, I'm really looking, that's another great show for us, International <laughs> Disney Plus, um, to be watching. I'm, I mean, it will be on Hulu for, yeah. uh, for American shows, just not on yeah. Disney Plus. Yeah, on June 11th, it will drop in the US and you're getting the house season. We have to wait, you know, so that, that's the kind of kind of argument. Yeah, that is, that is a bit odd, but that's, that's the difference between Hulu and Star, I suppose. Yes, um, though that might be something I will talk about in a minute anyway. Um, we've also got Star Seasons 1 to 3, Hide and Seek, Hitman, Hitman, Agent 47, and An Innocent Man dropping in the UK as well. And then finally, on June the 25th, we have got... Now, this was an interesting one. that They said on the official announcement that Season 4 of Bunked was coming to the United States. Now, this one kind of flew up a lot of alarm bells because at the minute it's on Netflix and we haven't got and Netflix. Um, and I have had a couple of other people telling me that they've been told by that it's not coming. I've not officially heard it's not coming, but I'm expecting that one's incorrect. So it was on the official list. I've kept it up there because I've not been officially told yet that it's not, but um, don't. I'm expecting that one to be gone from the US and this list soon. We're also getting PJ Mass season four. Uh, Running Wild with Bear Grylls Season 6. Now, this one was supposed to come out yesterday. It even showed up on Disney Plus as saying new on Disney Plus, but they didn't put the episodes up. They've shifted it back to June. So a bit of bait and switch, um, which is annoying. 
Um, it's actually not the only thing. Yesterday, Canada and Australia had about five or six shows that just did not turn up. They just they previously announced them, didn't, so it was it was quite a bad day for for that yesterday, which is which is not good. It's not good when they do that. No, I mean even if it's not one of the top tier titles, if you're going to promise something is out. Mm it should come out. And if it's not going to come out, you need to release a statement saying it's not coming out. Yeah. Uh, this is the new date. And if possible, some details on why it's not coming out, but mm. I can understand why they might want to withhold that at least. Mm. Yeah. So that one's that. And also uh, when sharks attack seasons one to six will drop in the U S um, then we're getting the mysterious Benedict society, which is a brand new series dropping every week from there on. We got the trailer released on national streaming day. Um, I thought the trailer looked actually quite good. It's, is this like weird thing with a load of kids running around trying to save something? I couldn't quite work out what it was. Um, it looked very bonkers. It kind of the adults were a bit crazy, and they're kind of like the crazy uncle, kind of crazy teachers. I'm just, I don't, I don't know what this is about. I've never read the book. I've never really, I've never really heard of this until like Disney announced it. And I'm kind of going into this going, I just want something fresh. I just want something new. I just, it is this kind of thing of this series it feels to me like, oh. I've got no idea what this is. It's brand new. Just jump into it. This is great. This is, I've got no, and I'm coming in with like no preconceived notions. And it's probably, probably be for the best because um, I'm not comparing it to the book. But this was originally going to be on Hulu. They shifted it over to Disney Plus. Um, so they just work sometimes the way around. <laughs> and um, so, yes, what did you think of that trailer? That was an interesting trailer. I got uh, a lot of Wes Anderson vibes out of it. Um, not necessarily from the framing, but like the overall mood, the overall tone of it felt a lot like, um, I don't know, uh, Steve Zissou or, or um, Grand Budapest Hotel, things mm. like that, uh, which I never, yeah. uh, those are, yeah, Wes Anderson movies are nuts. Um, but I never thought I'd say that about like a Disney show that has got mm. Wes Anderson vibes. Uh, I never also gave me vibes of maybe a little bit like, um, the, oh, I can't think of what, uh, let me snick it kind of oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah it kind of had that sort of vibe to it but i'm really looking forward to this one and so that'll be coming on june the 25th and then new episodes so i think that one's that one should be fun always nice to have some new content then we're getting a uh, wolfgang which is a feature-length documentary about wolfgang puck which we mentioned last week um moving on from there um just looking at and i've done the library content while well, in the u.s sorry in the uk well, we'll be getting a load of seasons of Air Crash Investigation, uh, PJ Masks, the last 10 episodes from season four. Um, Pride, we're getting a six-part documentary series that's already available on uh, Hulu. That will be a star original. So that's, um, And then we'll also be getting Coyote Ugly Baptiste season one, which is kind of strange because I thought that was a BBC show. And the all-time classic movie, Juice Bigelow, Mel Gigolo. <laughs> That I think that that movie's that movie's claim to fame was I think they managed to make a sequel. <laughs> oh, they made a sequel, and I think it was Robert e, Roger Ebert who who famously slammed um what's his name uh, Roy Schneider Rob yeah, Schneider Rob, Rob, Rob Schneider. yeah for because Rob was getting mad at critics for giving it bad reviews and it's like uh, you can't give it bad reviews unless you've got a Pulitzer and Roger Ebert's like, I've got a Pulitzer and your movie's terrible. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's almost literally exactly what he said. Yeah. Uh, so there's, there's plenty of that coming in. Um, so yeah, so we've got a nice lineup. What kind of jumped out for you from them? Um, so actually one that's not available in the States uh, would be the air crash investigations. Mm. Uh, this is a field that I find fascinating. I've, I've got quite a bit of a background in, uh, in that field I, I took a class back in college that uh that was literally aircraft investigations and it was really in depth uh so maybe not the thing that most people enjoy and no. certainly not the kind of thing I, sh I should necessarily be looking forward to when i'm when i might have a flight here in the near future <laughs> but i do i do find that fascinating and then also um when sharks attack it mm. it, it might be a very clickbaity title but I, I do like shark documentaries. And yeah, I, I, love, kind of I love shark, shark documentaries. Quite a few good things there. I mean, Luca, um, Wolfgang, the Mysterious Benedict Society, and all the originals um, all looking great. Um, for me personally, well, just I uh, love Victor is another one that I'm really looking forward to having it. And Genius. It's just, um, it's just a nice array of different content. And we're going to be so treated. I, I it's, It is just great, kind of this feeling of like, you know, 
we keep saying, <laughs> like, you know, when we think back to the days of like us having one show a month to talk about, and now we got, you know, literally so much stuff to um, things. So that was the lineup there. Um, let's now jump into um, some of the other stuff that was announced during National Streaming Day. So we had the Mysterious Benedict Society. We also had a first look-ish at Turn on Hooch. So we got to see uh, Hooch walking around the set, meeting all the cast. I thought this was a lovely way of doing something without actually doing anything. It was such a, I thought it was such a great, just to slap a GoPro on a dog and set it around the set. I, I just like, it was almost the kind of thing like, this is a cool way of doing it because you're still leaving the trailer for a bit later, later on. You're doing something, you're teasing it, but it, it, I don't know. I really, I thought that was such a, a class and cool way of doing it. Yeah, it's a reminder that this series exists um, and it shows that it's still in production or it was at the time of recording. So um, it's not a phantom project that's just going to disappear into the ether, most likely. Um, And you get to meet some of the characters, too, Mm -hmm. like very, very briefly. And it's more the actors than the characters, but you get a sense of what's going on. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm all in. I mean, my my dog is literally by my seat now um, asleep, so I'm fully in on this show. Um, the thing is with National Streaming Day, it was a bit of one of the things of, I literally was just thinking, all right, I need to take the dog out for a walk. It was the afternoon, like, okay, well, I've got a load of articles and stuff that I need to write up. got some reviews to do. Let's do that. And then suddenly it's like, think, here's a list of, we're going to be making announcements every half an hour for the rest of the day. And like, and they're literally on the lines of, well, there goes that. <laughs> like, there goes those plans of, literally, and I'm not kidding, I literally worked out the time difference of to work at when all the announcements were coming to work out when there was a long enough time between e- for an ESPN announcement so I could take the dog out for a walk. <laughs> so I was like, right, there'll be an ESPN. There's, oh, we've got an hour through there. Let's take the dog out for a walk. So yeah, so I had to literally use that schedule to work out when I could go out. <laughs> so it was a little bit of a, I was like, yeah, that'll be fine. There's the, I don't, we, we don't need to worry about um, a Peyton Reed or whoever this ESPN guy is. That's not our audience. <laughs> but yeah, it was a bit like, oh, okay, this is definitely a thing. And, I mean, nobody else was kind of... There was a few little announcements and stuff from other people, but Disney really went in. They did the same thing last year. They, when they put up the announcements, they're going, announcement at this time, announcement at this time, trailer art, and I'm there going... I did put up a little predictions, and I was like... I would say I was at least 70% right. I forgot Luca was coming, so I kind of missed that one. But it was pretty much exactly what I said it was. Everything that's coming out over the next six days, well, the only thing we didn't get was a Wolfgang. I thought we were going to get the Wolfgang trailer. Um... But yeah, it was exactly what we expected, giving us a highlight of everything coming really in the next six weeks or so. Um, as a whole, I don't think this was a bad Sometimes in some ways it, things get lost in the shuffle, but ultimately most of the announcements weren't too much, but we had lots of trailers, like I said, Love, Victor, um, and a few other Hewlett ones. Earlier in the week, they had revealed that Nine Perfect Strangers will be coming to Hulu in uh, the end of in August, but they also revealed a new... A show only murderers in the building will be dropping in at the end of august onto hulu but that is also going to be a star original they did confirm that on one last year and it stars martin sheen so not martin sheen wrong one martin short and steve martin and selena gomez um and i also and i've also in a picture martin short had a british bulldog so therefore they there that's another good thing um so that will be, I suspect that will be dropping onto Disney Plus internationally in September. But it was not, we've seen some clips, we saw little trailers of, of that. So that one looked good as well. I would just say that the the different in acting styles between Martin Sheen and Martin Short is pretty significant. Although if you, if you need Martin Sheen, you can just go check out Mighty Ducks, yeah. where Emilio yeah. Estevez is doing his best impression of his dad. See, Martin Short has always had that kind of thing for me. He's always had that little thing of, no matter, he always plays kind of the same, but I've always loved him in everything. And I, I always love when, when you go to Epcot and you go to O Canada and you do the, do the thing with him introducing it as Canada. I, I love that attraction. I, I, love I can't go to the O Canada. It gives me vertigo. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, it's a 365 viewer, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, I watched it once and I actually had to leave because I was like, nope, this is not going well for me. But I did enjoy the part of it. Uh, yeah, there's that, that one and, and the China one. Um, yeah, so those. Um, so yeah, I, I love Martin Short. So I'm 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 really looking for. It'd be nice. I just want a comedy. It'd be nice just to have something funny because um, just don't get comedies much anymore. Um, so that was well, National Streaming Day. Yeah, it's so we, hard for them to do now. This is this is the thing. We get plenty of comedies. We just don't get 
very many good ones. That's the real problem. Yeah. And that's not that's not a Disney specific problem. Just industry wide, the number yeah. of comedies that are worth watching has dropped a mm. lot. Yeah, they also had the upfront events this week, um, so that's why we got lots of we got lots of news on like ABC shows, lots of National Geographic shows returning. Um, they a lot of this was aimed really, it's primarily at getting investors to get or to to buy advertising for the TV channels. There was a little bit of a push on like people going, why is all this stuff still going to regular TV? Because like, they're still making money on it. They're still going to keep these business. I think like the industry is trying to like get Disney to like speed up and like drop all linear TV and just go all in on, on Disney plus. It's a bit like, well, no, they've still got a business like making money <laughs> as much as they go looking legacy, like TV is legacy. There's still, there's still money there. You know I mean? Like the wonder years is a prime. We got the trailer for that one. Um, and like people go, oh, this would be a perfect Disney Plus series. Um, and it's like, yeah, I agree. But they still got to have something for ABC during the fall season. And as much as we, we comment on Disney being primarily for kids, there's actually a much older market, too, older mm. than us even, yeah. uh, who, who follow this because it, it's the safe content. And that's the, the audience that is far less likely to have Disney Plus or Netflix mm. or Hulu. Uh, and it's a fairly large audience and they like having the Disney channel and the traditional yeah. over the air. Yeah. That's who this is for, for the most part, especially when they're babysitting their grandkids. That's, that's well, the, a lot of this stuff as well. Um, there, I was reading an article and it was talking about how if you're under 40, you prefer streaming services. And if you're over 30, over 40, you like um, traditional television. And I did sit there and go, Hmm. So I like both. So I'm all right. Yeah. Slap back in. <laughs> Slap back I'm, like, in. I'm, I'm 40. Unfortunately, next month, I'm, I'm not allowed to watch streaming anymore, according to this article. Um, <laughs> but it is that kind of thing of, um, I did think that that was kind of, and I think that is the thing with like National Geographic, its audience is still very skewed, much older. So therefore it makes sense to debut, you know, the National Geographic channel is still primarily aimed at them. Some of these, I think some of the ABC stuff is a little bit different, but they obviously can put it onto Hulu. But we'll, there was four big shows, three of them, and at least we we'll think will be star exclusives. Will be like uh, Maggie, Queens, and uh, the the Wonder Years. So those, are, and there's also another one. I think um, I can't I've completely forgotten what that one is, but that one's made by Warner Brothers. So that might be a bit iffy, but we've had the right stuff. So who knows? Um, but yeah, there was a load of other stuff from the upfronts. Um, so it's been a very busy week. I've still got a few articles, especially from the National Geographic side, to put up over the weekend. But so there we go. So that was all of the news side of things, which was a bit longer than expected. Um, let's now talk about some of this week's Disney Plus originals. Let's start off with um, I'm going to just briefly bring this one up. Modoc. We had the very first episode drop this uh, this one on in the UK and in Canada and Australia. It's also on Hulu. Crazy, wacky, animated show. Very different, very gory. Um, if you like Solar Opposites, Robot Chicken, South Park, check this one out. Not your typical kind of Marvel content. We'll be getting new episodes every week. Um, yeah, it's bonkers, but yeah, definitely worth checking out. Um, on a, again, though, on Hulu in the States, it all dropped at once, didn't it? Yes. So yeah. it got the full. So if you're in the States and you've got Hulu, it's all there. I do not have Hulu, but if I register for a month or something like that down the road this will be probably one of the first things that i check out on hulu yeah i mean you've got some great shows coming up um that's the, i i would i mean if you're a student right now you can get hulu for like 199 a month you know so. it's been a while since i've been a student yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um it's just student of the game um so moving on from there so let's now talk about star wars the bad batch so this episode was a very i would say a traditional pretty point and click kind of episode of there wasn't anything amazing that we've not seen before but i think the introduction of fennec kind of was the main thing that saved this episode to go up a little bit of a notch with a connection to star wars the mandalorian it was a perfectly fine episode um i wasn't you know as i say didn't have my socks blown off it was just yeah fine okay this was kind of reminded me a little bit of the speed of chase from attack of the clones but that was it was, it was enjoyable i just it just didn't do anything yeah it, it's pretty cut and paste but i think 
like you said, the most important part of it is that they're reintroducing Fennec into the story. We're going to get to see her character uh, long before her first appearance in The Mandalorian. We get to see how she stakes out her reputation here. And she's obviously going to be an antagonist uh, throughout the majority of season one, if not for longer. I mean, so what's this? Is this maybe 25, 30 years before uh, The Mandalorian? So, so this is right at the end of Return of the uh, Revenge of the Sith. Sorry. So that would be... Yeah, 25 to 30 years, give or take. Yeah, yeah. It's quite a ways be, out. Yeah, because it's that kind of thing of like, I don't, because it's hard, obviously, with an animated series, but in some ways, like, they can do a lot more with her. But, I mean, I th- it, yeah, you did, I did have to think, oh, yeah, she's, she's going to be young in this. So, therefore, that's um, an interesting side. And then, of course, we will get her character in uh, the Boba Fett series as yeah. well. Uh, so, they're obviously building a little bit around her. They want her as a kind of a... A Maybe, bounty, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, a, a bounty hunter that they can build some stories around. Now, the, over in the comics and the books, they've been working with uh, a lot of the bounty hunters from Empire Strikes Back, uh, it, mm-hmm. other than Boba Fett. But they really do need this character. And I mean, they could bring back Cad Bane from Clone Wars, yeah. but that's really about the extent of it. Yeah. And the thing is, especially with bounty hunters, they're so cool in the, um, especially in like, the, the board game we get um legion you get the bounty hunters they're, they're great in that one because you get yeah. the bounties and all this kind of stuff um so that so we had bad bad like i said it, it was a good solid episode i just wasn't blown away with it i wasn't blown away with it i will say as a negative um this was the episode where i finally went from tech is my least favorite character uh, from the Bad Ratch crew to actively disliking the character he's really getting on my nerves at this point <laughs> uh so i hope he I hope Tech gets a little bit of a redemption arc at some point. Yeah, t- Tech and Echo are just like a waste of space right now. They're just doing it, nothing. At least Echo, Echo had a little bit of fun, but yeah. he gets to pretend to be a droid for a little bit, whether he wanted to or not. Yeah, Tech just has to... It's like also every episode, he just has to go and stand behind a console and press a button. That's basically... like, well, If Echo can log in and do everything, why do we need Tech? It just it felt like we need a, another action member. I mean, I've done a crosshair will help fix that a little bit more, but it does feel, and Wrecker ended up being this so dumb in this. I mean, he didn't even get one punch in. He was not it was like, well, he looked just stupid there. I know it's put Fennec over as being a strong um, character, but it kind of came at the expense of, we're still trying to develop these characters and then kind of felt like he should have got at least a couple of hits in or something. Or at least some swings. Yeah. He just yeah. went down. <laughs> he, was like, he, just, he, he went down and that was it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that was so that was the bad batch. It was it was okay. Um, then we had High School Musical, the musical, the series. Did you watch this one? I did, uh, and I'm going to give it one more episode as well. Give yeah. it the the three episode run, even <laughs> though I didn't give the first season three episodes. Um, I did like this episode better, probably because like at least with the Beauty and the Beast song, I'm like, okay, I know this song, and they're not they're not being really crazy with it. They're, yeah. they're just singing it, and it sounds a lot like the Disney version. So I'm down with that. Uh, some of the original songs, I was just like, I cool this is not my this is not my style at all so i mean the thing is to be honest right now i mean olivia rodrigo just released her new album uh sour yesterday she is gonna blow up you know she's such a huge star so having this series and having her performing song original songs in this um you know this it, this is a big show right now in terms of getting a new audience in on disney plus i really enjoyed this episode i'm gonna be on my memory of where this one ended because I watched this a couple of weeks ago um, when I watched the first three episodes all at once. For the so it ended with the announcement of who was getting um, which part in Beauty and the Beast yeah. and then the, the pizza party afterwards where they celebrated it. Well, this was a fun, this was the thing with that one there was that it was very specific that we weren't allowed to talk about who got the part. So I've always been like, I can't, so I was like, until everyone knows, it's like, I've just been staying away from it. But yeah, they did go in a different direction. Um, so that's that's definitely interesting. Um, but I think as a whole, um, I do feel like it, it just feels it's a very fun series. It's just very over the top. Lots of music. Lots. They're all having fun. The characters are all just very happy. You know, there's a little bit of drama, but there's not there's not much. But I I really I kind of like this one. It's it's. You know, I remember last the last time when this, it was like that kind of guilty pleasure series of like I shouldn't really like this, but this is kind of goofy, but I like it. I think. I think Mighty Ducks might have lowered my tolerance for like 
uh, crazy teen romance stuff for a little while. We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> well, but, uh, yeah. So, but yeah, I, the point being because of that, my tolerance is a bit lower for high school musicals. So I'm like, can we not do all the tropes? Can we, can they just talk? Can, can they just have a conversation? Be honest I with think, each other. I think the thing is like this with high school musical, they're that little bit of odor. They are. Um, that, that, that little bit older, you know, I mean, some of the actors are kind of, you know, 18, 20. So they're, they're a little bit older anyway. Um, probably some of them are probably about 35 and got a mortgage and kids. Um, they're, yeah. they're, doing, they're doing better than Spider-Man Far From Home was yeah. doing in that regard. Yeah. So there's always that thing. It's the same thing with Grownish. I didn't realize it. But these ones are like, supposed to be like 19 and they're in their 30s. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a, I'm, I'm loving it. It's a very cool different series. And it is... It's so different from the other ones because of the musical aspect. Um, so it's a, it's a good fun show. Then it, we had it, we might, yeah. It knows what it is. That's the yeah. most important part. And if you like the other High School Musical stuff, either season one or the movies, you'll like. This. I, that's, see, that's the I important part. At, I look at this in such a different way because I look at they could have called this high, you know, East High, whatever. They could have called it something different and had it as a spinoff. And I I almost feel like that would have been better. I still feel like this high school musical tag implies that it's connected to the originals. And I think it, it brings advantages and disadvantages because this, I enjoy this. I did. I mean, I've seen the original movies and I didn't really think, you know, that's like, okay, whatever. But the, the series is so different. I like the, the, the way it's shot, the way they're doing it. It's it was like, this is such a different show. I, I personally think the show is better than the movie. It's like, for me, I'm just enjoying it more. I just, the, the first movie I'm like, Oh, Oh, okay it's just it was cheesy whereas the sec the series has got a little bit more of a they, they know it's cheesy and they're like looking at the eye and kind of going we know <laughs> well pretend that we're wearing sequins and then all of a sudden they're wearing sequins it's like yeah yeah, it, okay. yeah it, it is it's cool um so moving on from there we had a new episode of the mighty ducks um oh this was an episode i really kind of struggled with and i don't want to put my review up i was like I got I got read it to the end. Of it. Oh, I'm a bit negative there. I need to kind of put some things I did enjoy because it was like, what is up with the speed of this show? They can't seem to keep. It's like, right, we've got all of this stuff that we want to do. We're going to try and squeeze three seasons into one. It's like, okay, so we're gonna we're gonna cancel. We're gonna. I need to fire my mum. The first scene, mum, you fired, and she goes, okay. And then we went. I'm like, what? That was that's all we're doing. She didn't even fight. She said there was no. Oh well, why no? You're not getting rid of me. I'm the. I made the team. You, you know, I'm the adult and all the rest. She went. Oh, okay. I go to work then. I was like, that's it. That's all we're doing. It's just a whole build up for a week, and you've literally moved on in thirty seconds. I I thought that was just felt so weak and just like it was like you can't. This is like the series is trying to go so fast. For a show that I thought was going to have, you know, we were saying at the beginning, oh, they got the luxury of time to, to tell more stories and to go a bit deeper. And then the second half of this season, there's just like, right, we're getting through every single trope we can possibly get through. On the, and I was like, I don't, I'm really struggling with this series of of liking it. I'm, I'm getting to that point of going, this is annoying me now. Of We're going into this final two episodes ago. One of them couldn't even skate. And now I just I'm just really oh. struggling. <laughs> yeah, two episodes. One guy couldn't skate. Three episodes ago, the goalie couldn't go into the butterfly position, which is kind of critical. Yeah. Um, everyone hated each other for exactly five minutes. Uh, yeah, it, the pacing is all over the place. And I I want to be a little bit generous and be like, okay, COVID screwed with things. They they probably weren't able to shoot certain shots, or they they had to edit things after the fact that you know they just weren't able to get. But I mean. Just because you might be able to explain why something might be yeah. doesn't really make it better, you know. Um, I, I'll give two positive things. So, um, one, I thought the the mom bonding scene with um, you know the fired mom and then yeah. uh, and her boss having it was a nice scene um, yeah. and having them kind of bond over that. And then I liked the parallel scene where Bombay was sort of yeah. bonding with the new Ducks coach, and yeah. then it turns out he got stabbed in the back. It was so. It was a nice. I mean, it's super subtle. It's like you couldn't figure out, oh, do you have a deep, dark secret? Wink, wink, wink. Why don't you tell me the deep, dark secret? I'm like, oh, 
she's fun. It wasn't, even, it wasn't even that. The one that got me with that was then we're going to do, not only did they reveal, he then got kicked off and then had her come in and save him all within like 25 seconds. They didn't, like, the concept of like spreading that out to have some drama effect. I mean, she rushed in and saved him. And like, well, how quickly did he get, you know, it just, it, like, how did we get through this so quickly? It's just, it's like super speed. I know it's a kid's show, but it feels like they've just revved up the fifth gear and they're just like, we've got to get through this as fast as we possibly can to get to the final. Um, maybe they were expecting to have more episodes. Maybe, maybe they originally thought they'd have like 16 episodes and then uh, shot that way and then they ended up with 10. They would, have been, they would have been better off taking some of these stories out. They True. would have just been, um, that whole thing, if they, if, I'm not being funny, but if they took that bit out, you know, and just left it, by the end of the episode there's nothing has changed you wouldn't even known it was there you know had they had they done that i just know i just it's just this whole feeling with this series of them they're rushing they're just rushing through this series to get to this final at the end where the ducks are going to lose to the don't bothers and i'm supposed to, and i'm like you guys don't deserve it you haven't you still, you're just like, no, it's just like, it doesn't make any sense at all. And I really kind of, like, you shouldn't be feeling that with an underdog story. And they go, no, these kids really do not deserve to win. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, it, it would make sense if they had a whole other season. Like you, you did really well in season one. You, uh, I'm talking about uh, the hockey season in this case. Yeah. You did really well. You, you didn't make it to the finals, but you, you grew as people and you, you, your guy learned how to skate and they learned how to play goalie and they learned how to shoot and work as a team, rah, rah, rah. And then season two, you can go, all right, we've got the foundation built. Yeah. Now we'll go out and, and be like this powerhouse team and we can challenge the top guys. But of course it is a, a kid's show and they've, they've got to, mm. you know, be uplifting and, and stuff like that. But yeah, it, the pacing is just so weird. And, and there was something going on behind the scenes here. I, I don't think we'll ever know what, but the, no, there was something. But it's that kind of feeling of going, they needed to trim some of these stories out because they're completely irrelevant. Um, and like every time we go into a cliffhanger, it's just gone and dusted. I mean, they did the same when they, like with Evan, when he's like, you know, the team were against him. And within the first, second episode, you know, the episode afterwards, within the first scene, it was all resolved and moved on. It was like, like this is i know it's that thing of well are these episodes going to be solo episodes or not because it doesn't feel like it and then i did like the fact of having all the kids having the party and they had the whole like love interest stuff which you know it's fine what it is it's all like you know they're all like what 13 and you know at that time i kind of got you know the conflict of like sending a text and the girls and then the girl dropping them all because she's fell in love with a boy and kind of went through the whole motions in two hours i I didn't mind I actually, that. I, I, I didn't mind any of that at all because that's like, well, at least this is character building of the kids because we've had some of these characters have had no... And then those two other kids on the bus, they've not even been seen before. That's true. <laughs> but, that, but that's what I mean where like the, the editing is weird because there are things that clearly happen that we don't know about and there are things that like should be very important events that just get completely glossed over or thrown away almost immediately. But uh, going to the romance angle, um, the, the one girl, like we're going to be girl squad and then just immediately yeah. uh, flickering away and, and falling for this guy. And as you said, going through the entire range of yeah. like a three year relationship in two hours <laughs> was honestly hilarious. I, yeah. I thought that was probably the high point of the episode. And then you've got Evan and the other girl and just like, yeah. just talk, just please yeah. just talk. I know they're, they're teenagers. Uh, so I'm, I'm willing to give them that. Um, they're, they're not, they don't know how to have an, a, a relationship conversation. The thing, the thing is, let's be honest. We all, uh, I couldn't help but feel like Nick had, Nick had, it. well, I'm as far away and not showing any interest at all and not talking to her. Like I was like, and eventually it'll work out. It's like, yeah, it, it doesn't make, but we've all been there. <laughs> but it did for him. It did for him. <laughs> but here's um, what annoyed me about that. Just, just very small. <laughs> it was such a big plot point in the first like three or four episodes that he had this crush on, on the, um, on the, on the girl working behind the bar yeah, yeah the coffee girl and it's like no i've actually really liked my my podcast co-host this entire time it's like no this literally <laughs> is coming out of nowhere what the heck is this yeah it's it's such a weird little series it just 
it's almost like, like you said, had it been, is it, was it going to be a 20 episode series and they had to cut it back and they're just trying to run through it? I mean, I understand it like from a kid's point of view, but it's feeling way too kiddie-ish because of the speed that we're going through. It's like not giving the audience any, and then they, they seem to be so reliant on that opening montage to highlight what's happened because we've only mentioned it once and we need you to remember that we've only mentioned it once because we've not done any long planning it it's just a i'm just getting a little i'm just like i know the finale is coming out next week and i'm like i'm kind of glad i'm like i'm kind of feeling that this show for me has just been a little bit of a disappointment it's like the first few episodes i was like okay we're going and then like episode five and then it's just kind of freefold it does feel like we're going down the roller coaster because the speed we're going down, you know, there's no more yes. building. It's like, oh, now we're getting down to it. You know, the romance between Bombay and Alex has been completely, I mean, we've not seen a speaker of that in about four episodes. And they're going to have this big kiss at the end of the next episode. And we're like, we've well, done nothing for day for weeks. Yeah, there's that. Um, there's, there's so much just missing that they could have taken advantage of. I'm, I'm going to hold to the idea that COVID screwed up their ability to shoot a lot of what they wanted to. Um, so there's, they're probably missing yeah. plot points because they just don't have the yeah. film or, or it's not usable. Um, that said, also, if this had not aired at the same time as Big Shot, probably would be a little more forgiving of it. But we've got Big Shot over here going like, no, this, this is a much better show telling yeah. almost the same story. Well, let's talk, talk now Big Shot. Another a really great episode. And you, there is one thing that I forgot to... I had a thought about it after I split the review up. COVID screwing up ideas was the idea of we can't have the fans in the in the arena, so we now can't so come up with a way of keeping them out but still be able to film it. That was like that was the one thing that I instantly or afterwards I've gone, ah, I wonder if they got rid of all the people from I hadn't thought about it when I was watching it, but I have to like like marinating on and going, hmm, oh yeah, that's a convenient way and that it worked. But it's you know, that was a way of carrying on but COVID obviously impacted but again the story was there there was much more interest they were able to they focused on that one story but they also developed the characters that developed the, you know what's moving on you know you feel like you know it's like the romance you know little things going on between Corn and you know the, the English t- or the the theatre teacher you know little thing not enough but just a tiny you know they only need like 30 seconds or so just to just to keep that thing going and building on like Holly becoming, you know, much more of a coach. And it's such a better show than Mighty Ducks. It's such a better show to the point of they go, well, I've probably that was the problem is I think I watched Big Shot, then I watched Mighty Ducks. And I need to watch them. I need to watch them the other way around. Otherwise, um, <laughs> it's, it's Big Shot is such a better. I'm really enjoying this show, um, which I'm surprised it did, but it's, it's treating me with maybe like a little bit, you know, they're a little bit older, but it's it's almost like a TV show where they know, you know, <laughs> they you know they know how to. It's a bit formulaic, but at the same time, you know, we're at the way past halfway point, and I feel like the characters have moved on so much more, but fast but slowly. You know, they're not going super fast with it, but yeah, I'm just I'm just really enjoying this series. Yeah, and they're picking characters, you know piece by piece, but then they're also not dropping their storylines afterwards. Like they're still referencing, like there was that quick, Oh, you're uh, Instagram or whatever account. It, you, you stopped posting to it. It was like, well, yeah, there was a huge blow up a couple episodes ago where that yeah. was a major issue. So of yeah. course you stopped, but it was a nice little reminder that, Oh yeah, you know, we've, we remembered that this plot point existed. Mm. Um, and they, they keep circling back around things and making sure that each character gets a little time, but uh, it's just handled so much better. And I mean, then even I was going to say like even like the like the because Corn has to go and see the counselor you know and the, the fact of them like becoming closer and like talking about stuff and even the counselor now starting to defend Corn you know it's like this is taking a long time and it's not it doesn't feel forced because you can almost see like well, no you know the, the, the counselor's got past that bit of like hating him you know now he is actually he he did something there to help and I I just thought. You know, things like that, which are, you know, and, the, and all the teachers, like, ganging up on the English teacher, so she needs it. Um, I just felt like you know, this has been building for, like, you know, five, six hours to that point. They've been taking their time to get there. And it's not just that the uh, the counselor defended Korn uh, and, and his mm. 
decisions there too. It was also when they had an actual counseling session, Corn actually opened up to him as like, yeah. this is the box with my father's things. This is, you know, my father. I didn't even know he, he stood in front of this statue and, mm-hmm. and things like that. So there's growth on all sides there. Now that's not to say everything is perfect. You mentioned yeah. the English teacher. She is still like, what even is this? What are you trying to say with this character? Yeah. She's, she's so far out there. She's not even a character at this yeah. point. She's, she's just like, somebody's idea of what an English teacher should be. Yeah. I don't know. And I'm also not really fond of the drama teacher, but I do appreciate that she's at least got a personality. Whereas the English teacher's personality is just, I'm going to do a very fake British accent and be pompous. Yeah. I also feel like, and I think they've done a, I think they have done it smartly by bringing the, by bringing the theater teacher in as a love interest for corn it's removed that aspect of what's happening of like with her, him and Holly. It's like removed that whole, like, obviously, you know, do they like it? Because they've shown no, um, nothing in this whole aspect really. And him having that relationship with her is, I think that's helped like diffuse it. You know, we can do it. It's kind of like the Ross and Rachel, you know, will they, won't they, they need to spread these things out, you know, Sheldon and, you know, all the, and Penny and, you know, all these kind of things in Big Bang Theory, you need to spread these out you don't want to do the fix, you know, get them all into relationships in the first couple of episodes. You want well, to stretch out. If you had put the Big Bang Theory characters in a relationship in the third or fourth episode, the series would have just ended. That yeah. was the humor of the yeah. series for like nine seasons. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, you know, you take your time to build build up the world they want. You know, that's, and I I think they did the right thing by bringing in the theater teacher to kind of change that and just to soften them up. And you know, corners. He is changing, but I also like the fact that he went straight back to who, who he was from episode one, and he did that because he knew he shouldn't do it, but he was getting angry, but he knew he needed to do it, and he played up on that character because obviously they were riling him up to do it. Well, um, so it wasn't even just that they were riling him up. He needed to do something to motivate the girls on his team because yeah. they were obviously depressed, and they needed to see somebody with fire. And that. Yeah. So it was calculated, not like throwing the yeah. chair in the first episode. No, no but I, I, I like that whole aspect, you know, and even the, the, the scouts saw right through it. But I did find the whole way that, I mean, this other coach coming in and just like, it was on lines of going, you know, like A, being completely inappropriate. I mean, just like, I mean, the teachers just standing there, like, what, what, what? I was like, no, you'd be like, no, get get out of here. Yeah. You, know, you know, it was like, just to the point of going, this woman is coming, she came in a little bit too strong and they're going, this is just not, I mean, if you did that into high school students from another school, I just, that would be so inappropriate. And so, I mean, it just, it just felt completely, you know, just like bad, you know, and the whole way that they did it. And then having, I mean, like you said, they did the whole protest thing to kind of get around, because um, it's funny, they all did them outside. <laughs> yeah yeah outside and nicely spaced apart yes yeah which is fine you know we're all happy with that stuff it's really it's the only thing that's because i'm watching like the later seasons like Grey's anatomy and station 19 and they've got the advantage where they've all got that they all can wear the ppe and they're obviously leaning in on the covid story but it is that kind of feeling of like because they're all doing all that you're like okay but yeah you're watching these shows and these things and you can and it how much of everything is being shot outside and you know all the different changes so if you are noticing it more and less people in all the scenes um and I, you definitely feel like that coming in but um just as a whole just big shot has been such a surprise for me of how much more i'm enjoying it the character development and treating it, the audience a little bit older and i think that's what makes such a difference for this one yeah letting the audience uh figure things out for themselves you you kind of guide them to the target rather than just being like, Hey, these kids are awkward and they don't understand how relationships were. It's like they're 13 years old. I could have figured that out myself. Yeah. Obviously talking about mighty ducks in this case. Um, I did want to mention um, that unfortunately in the States, it actually makes complete sense that this coach would go in here and be this complete jerk to these kids because high school sports in America are screwed. It, it's so it's almost religious in certain places and, yes. and this school that they're in now, it would definitely be a huge deal uh, for this 
for this and the the teachers the the coaches would absolutely play mind games on these poor little kids uh yeah I th- and I mean, it's, I just, it's yeah. just so weird i don't get it, it but i i again coming I, from like our, our background here was like sports at school is kind of not yeah it's i i mean it just seemed vastly inappropriate it was just like this is just wrong you know having a, a student coming in uh, yeah, it just, it just, just that one just that felt a bit, but then sometimes, like I said, it can be a little difference of international audiences of how you look at things. And they're also, you know, looking at all these things, Americans are obsessed with sport. <laughs> just like, it is true. I mean, you know, I know English fans love their football and all the rest of it, but it, it, it does feel like, um, you know, it's such a different thing. The big difference, though, is uh, at least my understanding when when um, people in the UK are are big in sports, you're talking about the professional sports. You're talking about Arsenal, Manchester, uh, yeah. maybe the league below them, and that's about it. You're not going to high school kids' games and and getting the hooligans at a, a high no. school. You're not doing it at a college game. Whereas, uh, especially some states like Texas, football, high school football is yeah. huge, absolutely well, huge. What- Got me was I went uh, got um, invited to a Amer- uh, football game, American football game at the University of uh, North Carolina, and so we went and watched the football game at the. Now I'm thinking, are we going to a college football game? So I'm thinking, you know, twenty five people standing around a thing, right? Because I was because that's what happened when I, when I went to see an ice hockey game in Canada. You know, at a high school level, you know, there was like 20 people in the attendance and kind of I'm like, oh, I've never seen this. And it was like, okay, well, it was minus 25 and we didn't have anything else to do. So I went to this college game, you know, and I'm like, this is a like 70,000 people in a stadium. And there was a flyover with um, Air Force jets and bands. And, um, and then for me, I'm like, this is the NFL. This is like, <laughs> this is like, I was not expecting that. I mean, I loved it. I loved the whole experience because at least, you know, I understood football. Amazing what Madden, the Madden video games can do. <laughs> um, but that was the kind of thing of like, I, that was an insight into, wow, this is massive. This is, you know, this is, when I, at my university, when I, you know, I don't even remember, remember sport was sort of kind of something you did on a Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> That's kind of it. Yeah, and like I went to, I went to, to the cinema. <laughs> yeah, um, I definitely was in cinema. We had the like the two dollar cinema right across the street from my college. That was great. But I, I went to a college that wasn't really known for sports. I went to George Mason. Um, but I was there the year that the basketball team made it to the Final Four. Like nobody expected. Like it was one of those things where it destroyed every single um, prediction bracket in Vegas. Like nobody figured we'd be there. Um, but it was absolutely nuts. The school that is not known for sports at all getting into the final four. And just by saying that, I think we actually have a fair number of viewers who go, Oh, he was at George Mason in, in such and such year, because yeah. that was such a major sporting event yeah. that people would remember it. I couldn't even tell you what the name of our teams were. <laughs> actually, actually, to be honest, this is how much I don't, don't follow. It's like, yeah, my, my college team was, went to the final four. Oh, which team was that? I, I don't, yeah. I don't know. There is, there is different. <laughs> it does. I still feel like big shot and mighty ducks needed to be separate. I don't think they did. A, I don't think they did any favors releasing them around the same time. Um, and I just can't highlight enough of like, go watch the big shot. I would say right now, out of the four, I think that's like, um, I feel like that's probably my favorite out of the four right now. Um, it I, kind of, I definitely feel like it's it's one I enjoy the most and probably watching. I would say it without hesitation. Right now, of the series that are dropping new content right now, Big Shot is my favorite on Disney Plus. Um, Big Sky is another series that's we had the, f- the first episode of the second half of season one drop this Friday as well. Another fantastic series, kind of rebooted a little bit. We're starting off with some new stories. Um, another great show again, much more mature. So, I mean, of that side, that, that's that's a, another great show. But of the original of the Disney Plus originals right now, Big Shot's my favorite. Bad Batch is not quite like clicking for me, it's a, like I enjoyed the I enjoyed the first episode, but the la- it, we're in kind of like monster of the week territory right now. We we're doing the same thing that the final season of Clone Wars did. It started really strong, 
uh, you know, that first episode in both cases, and then they filtered into stuff that was a little less important. So I'm, I am kind of hoping that we'll get to the end of this season and I'm not expecting it to be on par with the final four episodes of Clone Wars, but I would at least like those final three, four, five episodes to, to really step it up. I'm enjoying Bad Batch. It's definitely cool, but I can feel the temperature cooling on, on it um, compared to... And while we, we know, you know, they move Loki out the way, I can't help but feel like, yeah, they're in a totally different categories. This is, they're so far away, um, but I... I still think that maybe Loki being out on its own is probably for the best. But nevertheless, so that was all of this week's stuff. So next week we will be talking about all those shows. Plus we'll be talking, um, I'll be talking about Cruella because um, that, that's out on Friday on Disney Plus Premier Access. So I'll be talking about that one next week. And be sure to look out for my review on Wednesday. That will be going up. And on that note, guys, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you to all of our Patreon and YouTube channel supporters. Thank you very much to everyone over there. Free feel free to join our Facebook group. We've got about 165,000 members over there. And then you can also follow us on uh, social media. And on that note, guys, thank you very much. We'll see you guys soon. Laters.